0: (laughs) Adley, do hiya! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Battle Bros podcast. Don't adjust your viewing devices. I can't say TV anymore because you probably don't watch this on a TV. It might be on your phone, Mm, tablet, whatever. Don't adjust your viewing devices. Yes, this really is us, the Battle Bros. My name is Mac. This handsome son of a bitch over here is Alamo. What's that? And welcome. So, uh, yeah, if you have not been here before, we uh, hope you uh, kick back and uh, enjoy the conversation that we're going to have tonight. And if you've been here before, hey, what's up there? Good looking. Good to see you again. What was that? All right. I don't know why I just did the clicky thing, but um, yeah, so we're, we're two guys that have known each other for, we're the wild and crazy guys. No, I'm just kidding. If that have if known each
1: other for way too long, as you
0: can yeah, tell. And if you're old Uh, enough to get that reference, you're not old at all. You're just well-matured and well-seasoned in life. Correct. We fucking love you for that. So That's right. Yeah! Huzzah! Anyway, so uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Um, If you caught us last week, uh, that was episode 040, episode 40. We talked about fortitude and um, why that's important and... Your, in your military life and, and out going out of your military life and whatnot. Your um, post-military career, we should say. Yes. But uh, this week, we're going to do something just a little bit different. This is going to be, I think, a really awesome show. Um, we have a special guest on that is going to talk to us about um, the organization that he is associated with. Um, you may know them as an organization... You may know the organization from their um, mission, uh, mission set, and whatnot. They're called Mission Twenty Two, and they are a, um, a nonprofit organization which is all about combating the epidemic of uh, veteran suicide. So, which is you know kind of near and dear to our hearts because, uh, mm-hmm. duh, that's what we're all about. So that's right. It's going to be a good one. So, um, what do you say? We bring on uh, our guests and uh, let's
1: absolutely
0: let's kick this pig. (laughs) All right, so everybody, welcome to the show, Jerry. Jerry Strickland. He is the uh, region one of the regional leader ambassadors for Mission Twenty Two. Jerry, thank you so much for joining the. Yeah, happy to be here. Awesome stuff, man. So, Jerry, give us a little bit of background, man. Where are you from? You know. Do you like long walks on the beach? All that good shit. What's your favorite kind of beer? You know as,
2: as a matter of fact, I I very much love walk, long walks on the beach. Uh, on the uh, 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 My favorite color is clear. I love to sit on the TV and watch the couch. Oh no! Uh. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> sarcasm right off the bat. Clean yeah. up aisle five. Somebody <laughs> spilled a case of sarcasm. Clean up on aisle five, please. Thank you.
2: I Fucking I, I tell you, love um, it. I'm not conceited. I'm convinced. Um, hey, I
0: like it. I like it. I uh, like nice. it, sir.
2: Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm a Florida native. I was, I was born in Sanford, Florida. I've, uh, been bound, okay. bouncing back and forth from uh, here in South Carolina most of my life. But, uh, I got into a uh, mission 22 about five or six years ago, uh, through, through my jeeping community. I was part of a, uh, of a Jeep club and we do a big, uh, huge Jeep event over here in Daytona. And, uh, and a buddy of mine who was with mission 22 reached out to me and he's like, man, we'd, we'd like to, uh, possibly get the, uh, the Jeep event to get mission 22 to be a benefactor of it. And, and I'm like, yeah, dude, definitely. I'm all about it. Let's, let's, uh, let's get together. And, uh, and we hit it off. And next thing I know, I, I, he's like, dude, you help out enough, come join us. And, I hit the ground running, and now I'm one of the uh, region leaders for Mission 22.
0: And it's, and that's amazing, too, because, you know, we were just kind of bullshitting here for a few minutes ago, right before we went live on the podcast, and uh, you were saying, like, so you are a field tech where you work in, you were working on a, a project, which I was oblivious to until about 10 minutes ago, where they're adding on and making a whole other park as part of the Universal Orlando Resort, and I was just like, what?
2: It's okay. There's like really, really big rocks in Tampa. So apparently, you you must have been under one. (laughs)
1: Listen
0: here, we're gonna let that one slide. Okay, it's all good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I get enough shit from this guy. (laughs) Let's uh, let's. That was awesome. It nav. Nah,
0: whatever, it's all good. <laughs> that was awesome. No, but so you were just saying that you do like you work like sixty five hours. You put in like sixty five hours this week. You know, doing all the different things. you oh, do yeah. in the field and stuff. How, where, and like, how do you find time to 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 do to 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 do all these things, man? Like you do. So for, correct me if I'm wrong. You, you do this job where you're working you just worked 65 hours this week yeah. you know putting helping to build and construct a new theme park which um, if you folks haven't aren't aware if you're under a rock like me pull your ass out from under it and check out mm-hmm. universal orlando epic uh, universe cuz yeah. holy shit it's uh, going to be dope one, it's going to be fucking maze balls is what it is be number epic. two yeah but <laughs> ah, ah, yeah so you do that you're involved with, um, I think you were talking about being involved with the Jeep Jeep crew yeah. that does uh, Jeep Beach. You like design like the obstacle courses out there for the. Yeah, people I'm, that- I'm the.
2: Uh, I run the the lead committee. Uh, I'm the lead builder and designer for the Jeep Beach obstacle course. All the obstacle courses that go into the infield uh, of the Daytona International Speedway when we do that event. Uh, I take off about two weeks. Uh, no and kidding. We bring in about. Uh, about three thousand yards of dirt and material and all and and we, we build it in about in about ten days, we build it and then we take it all down in two days.
0: Damn. I didn't oh, even realize that was shit. it. I I literally thought that was out of the beach. Maybe I'm just oh, kinda yeah. an idiot. Well, but...
2: when we initially started it, it was at the beach, but uh it had gotten into say we like when we just did the census report for uh for Jeep Beach for this year, we brought about I think they said a like it was a couple million dollars that we brought to the Daytona Beach area, and Jeep Beach this year will be giving away, I think, six hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars to uh, charities. Damn,
0: that's awesome! Wow. wow.
2: Yep, and it's an all Jeep event, and oh, and of course Mission Twenty Two is is one of the benefactors and stuff as well. We sign up. Uh, uh, the Jeep Beach's biggest deals that they do their donations for is military base, well, military first responders, and then uh, pets, and then children. Those are their three major ones. They, they do help other ones, but the, when it comes down to their criteria base, those are the three majors that they focus on. Um, okay. And then, yeah, I mean, I have my field tech job. I mean, I, I very much enjoy what I do. I, I work by myself, and I work on construction equipment for a living, and I get to see some of the cool stuff. I mean, I've literally been, been out at a uh, the Kennedy space center standing, working on the, uh, Falcon nine uh, rockets out on the launch pads. I've been on every, t- uh, deal. I was even out there when they were filming uh, the transformers and stuff like that. Um, nice. Back in the day. Uh, <laughs> I, I was, uh, I took photos of the uh, last shuttle right before it got launched. And, uh, and then uh, when they went to fly it out to California and all that stuff. Uh, so, I mean, that, that is, it, we do have a good time and, and, and it does get to be a struggle, I mean, because, I mean, I have my wife and my daughter. And when when we do a lot of events, we we try to plan a lot of them for, like, Saturdays and Sundays. Sometimes we have to do a Friday event or something. And, I mean, we 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 do our part because, I mean, you guys already did your part. We have to, we have to pick up where you left off to help uh, the guys that are walking through the darkness and that are struggling and uh, help them transition back to the civilian life.
0: Well, so. we we appreciate that, dude. But I just yeah. I just kind of while you were explaining all this like awesome shit that you're involved with and have your hands in, I just thought of like those Dos Keys commercials. Like he's the most interesting man in the world. I'm like, <laughs> here he is on our show, ta da! Like, yeah. It's fucking cool. No, it's it's, it's, it's a great <laughs> and, dude, and,
2: and it, it is funny. Like uh, like this evening because I got a I got a uh, shop out here at my house, so in my spare time of my spare time of my spare time, I, I own a a Jeep uh, off-road shop and stuff like that. Uh, so like I'm building four-wheel drives. I got a Cherokee in there I'm, I'm working on right now and, and we do like lift kits and rims and tires, like all the cool stuff that you see that you want to do to a vehicle and stuff. Like I, I get to spend other people's money and build their jeeps and trucks and stuff. So even though I can't afford it, I can at least build somebody else's. So I can but, be like, oh man, that's some cool but, shit. But
0: see, that's cool though, because you put your heart and soul to that shit. And even though it's not yours, you vicariously live through that owner and just be like, Yeah, I made that. Yeah, you exactly. better enjoy. And when it's good, you do some awesome shit and some epic shit, you better yeah. send me some pictures. Awesome. So, Jerry, so you said you were born and raised in Sanford, which is funny enough. That's actually where my uh, my National Guard armory was, right there on First Street in Sanford. Yeah, I have a lot of fond memories of going to Sanford, dude. It's a a fun town. The
2: old tax office. Uh, It used to be the hospital back in the day.
0: No kidding. That's awesome. Uh,
2: Well, that's where I started, but yeah, ultimately.
0: So Jerry, were you, uh, were you, are you military veteran yourself or? No, no, I, I,
2: I tried to go in. Um, I made it, uh, I did my placement taps Made made it out to uh, MEPS and, uh, and i failed in my hearing uh test uh they where they put me in that soundproof chamber where you got to hit the buttons and and i end up not being able to get a uh, medical waiver because of uh my selective hearing that i have and and then uh, my uh tinnitus and stuff but it is what it is i mean and i'm trying to do my part now at least i can say i tried at least but yeah, sure but it is what it is
0: you want to talk about one of the scariest places in the whole universe like that little damn booth where you hear those fucking beeping noise. You're like, Oh did man. I, did I hear it? I'm just yeah. going to smash it button. like, okay, wait,
1: <laughs> like, wait, wait for the
0: noise. There, wait for the noise.
2: There's like eight people in this room and it's like you got, and it's all black. It's got dividers in there and you go, and you put your earmuffs on and you got a button and you have to just sit there and hit the damn button. I'm like, really? And, yeah. and, and I'm sitting there and I tell you what, when I was trying to do it, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to time this. I was like, I'm going to count five seconds and then hit it. And I'm like, I'm like.
0: One Mississippi, two Mississippi.
2: <laughs> and then the lady came across and She said, don't hit the button until you hear the beep. I said, I hear her beep.
1: Uh, <laughs> ah. Hey, you. so yes, claustrophobic God. too, man. Yeah. Oh, they're so claustrophobic. I, I I'm gar- not a claustrophobic person, but like, holy oh, shit. Like man. you sit there and you're just like.
0: I guarantee you could find some of the most A personalities of people <laughs> in the military. I'm talking snake eating green beanies. I'm talking SEALs. I'm talking Rangers. I'm talking TACPs, JTACs. And these guys are all like just cock strong motherfuckers, like out there doing their thing. You put them in that booth and they start to double guess them. So I'm like, shit, did I hear that noise? <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: right? <laughs> Straight I'm, I'm up, sure man. I knew I knew that thing is. One, but I was like, ah, oh, well.
0: It's like that. It's like uh, Bob Boucher's mom said in that fucking movie. He's like, this thing is the devil. Like, this <laughs> yeah. straight up, man. <laughs> exactly. ball' is the devil. Anyway, yeah. so, so you ended up not going in because you're hearing and whatnot. So yeah. you kind of have been working, you know, a, a few different things. You said you've been a field tech for 16 years. You work pretty much yeah. primarily on construction equipment and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so then you said you got approached by a buddy. yours. How did you first start working with uh, Mission 22? like, well, was it like full-time I mean, was a part-time was it just kind of like hey i got a buddy of mine that does stuff. tell us and, about that
2: and that's the deal i mean because my my wife and, and my daughter and i i mean we've always worked with with nonprofits. i mean we we have some of our close friends uh that, that we do uh with uh like uh, one of them is um, hope reigns they uh they work with uh children with uh autism it's an equine therapy they work with uh children with autism with horses uh, so we, we worked with them. We have an, another friend that uh, they own a uh, possibility. They work with the uh, uh, animal rescue and stuff like that. So we've, we've always been the given type of family, but the suicide awareness, the prevention and walking that dark path is always literally hit home for us because it's something that we, sh- we relate to. So when, when my buddy had hit me up about it and then he's like, dude, he's like, that come join mission 22 you you you've been there you understand a lot of this stuff um all the way down from the medications the therapies and the in the dark uh, roads that that a lot of these guys go down even though you wasn't military based some of the a lot of the stuff that you have had dealt with is a lot of the the same relatable incidents and uh and 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 i'm like dude i was like you're right i was like and and I was like, I, I love my military. I love my country. I'd give anything for it. I mean, unfortunately, it, it was in my cards to not to not join. But uh, so I'm like, maybe this is uh, what I was meant to do. And uh, we I started out and after a few years started off as a uh, just a regular ambassador. And then um, shortly after they asked me to be a state leader and my wife and my daughter and I, we we travel all over. And then then they asked me to, to do they to take on the region job which uh, I, still, I still do my base in, in Florida just because Florida is one of the most active states in the country when it comes to Mission 22. When, it, when we're doing events and all, I mean, we, we rock and roll down here. I mean, our, our active veteran military base in the state of, uh, of Florida is one of the largest, uh, especially when it comes to the retirement. Um, and uh, so we're, we are always out and about, spreading awareness, talking to people, shaking hands, kissing babies, boots on the ground, whatever you like to call it. Uh, I mean, just touch, touch people's uh, hearts and their thoughts and uh, letting them know who we are and what we're here for. And, uh, I mean, letting letting them know that they ain't alone.
0: I think I read somewhere that, like, Florida is one of the most uh, populous states when it comes to the veteran community. A lot of people yeah. come down here retiring – like, like here, I mean, especially with me being out in Tampa, it's like you know, General Schwarzkopf retired out here because he he retired after being the uh, commander of CENTCOM right here at McDill, And, you know, he just retired and lived over on the uh, golf course at uh, uh, which what's,
2: what's funny about Florida, when you talk about veterans in, in the state and when you go from like Tampa to Orlando, it's not like the tens or 15s or 20,000s it's the 100,000s to like the low millions uh, of veterans uh that come to the state i mean it's it is heavily populated for active military and veterans alike i mean we we literally have national guards all over the dagon place oh yeah, um, yeah absolutely but uh, and, and 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 that's why i mean it, look how many national guards we have in the state of florida and that's because this is where a lot of a lot of guys finish off their tour of duty. They and they do their their uh, simple enlistments into the National Guards uh, to finish off their uh, their group. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, that's why they're all down here.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I and just that was I, I don't of my know my entire man. career. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I just see kind of see it as kind of like a grace of God type of thing. It's like you know. He, you know, you didn't get into the military because, you, but you wanted to serve your country in a big way. Yeah. And you know, he kind of, even though at the time you didn't want to do what you, you didn't want to do anything other than probably the military, I would imagine, he redirected you in a way where you could still serve the country. Yeah. By serving those who serve. Yeah. Is that, you know what I, and, and, and I mean?
2: That's that's basically what we're doing.
1: And and I feel like that by itself is service to your country, no matter how small the job you think you're doing. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and I, I just want to let you know, from the bottom of our hearts here, we, we appreciate that, man. Yeah, uh, because losing our losing our brothers and sisters every day is, you know, yeah, it's a big fucking deal. It definitely yeah. sucks. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's 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 the worst type of uh, pandemic epidemic, whatever you want to call it. I mean, yeah. That's, that's why, you know, when when Alan told me about this, interview coming up and he said it was like, he's got this guy coming up I'm like okay he goes he was mission 22 i'm like no shit like yeah. that's that's awesome like yeah it's a collaboration it's a collab yeah yeah it's awesome so, good stuff
2: so 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 here's the deal um like we when we were talking the other day so, so one of the main reasons why i got into mission 22 was uh was for the battling of uh, suicide awareness and prevention as a whole but i wanted to really dial it in and so i was really focusing i wanted to focus it into the military um because that that's that's literally like a three percent of the group of the suicide in the nation but it's it's a group that i can relate to and i can touch um me personally my dad took his life i battled suicide i mean i I've literally tasted the gun. I mean, I know what it's like. I've, I've been down there. I've, I have taken uh, the gun out of my friend's hand that was about to shoot himself. Uh, my wife has been over to another buddy of mine's house where after he put three bullet holes uh, through his roof. Uh, we've lost a couple of uh, close friends of ours to suicide on top of my dad. Um, and I mean, I've I had to go through a lot of therapy. I did a lot of the medication and that's where I was able to relate to a lot of the stuff. And being that my dad was my best friend, I mean it, it fucked me up really, really, really good. Um, to be honest with you, I, I used to play golf. I was a fucking funny ass golfer cause I'm covered in tattoos and I'd always wear shorts and stuff. But I was actually going golfing the day, the morning that I found out that my dad took his life, and I have yet to pick up a pair of club, gloves, the uh, clubs since. Because I'll be mm-hmm. honest, I'm terrified that I'm going to get a phone call if I do. Yeah. Um, and uh, I,
0: can, I can relate to that.
2: And, and, the, and that and that type of stuff. <clears throat> so that's why that was one of my wholehearted reasons when they had asked me. I'm like, dude, I was like, yes. I was like, I can fucking make a difference and and getting out talking to people um raising awareness i mean literally when i mean my shirt my tent and stuff says suicide on it we're out here we're united in war against veteran suicide uh working with families and stuff and so when it comes to the to us talking at a booth and stuff i mean we have no bullshit we we are like hard cut dry um like when I do when I'm out speaking or they they ask me to come on and or I'll do an event they like I it funny as shit dude I, I I had to do a speaking deal a, a, a computer deal like we do we're doing now um, I was a panelist for a hospital down in Miami and I'm like I'm gonna tell you guys at the beginning of this that I am not editing. I, I'm going to tell y'all how how I talk. and so there's no like shock and all and I'm like this
0: is some fucked up shit. <laughs> I'm like a shot of bourbon. It's going straight to the head, no filter. So yeah. And I and I, <coughs> I, mean, even, I love it.
2: Even even when I when I spoke at a high school and I I told the teacher before I came, i was like I'm telling you guys, I was like I was like we're gonna talk about suicide awareness and prevention. And I said and we're gonna we're gonna to touch on what, what I do and we we'll, and we're gonna talk about you suicide. I said, but I am there to make you guys uncomfortable. I was like, if if I'm if I'm not making you uncomfortable enough to really make you say shit, he he's right, then then I am not pushing what we're really about enough because There are so many people that are uncomfortable about talking about suicide and death and shit like that. So when we're out at the booth and we're we're talking about the uncomfortable stuff. and, And I mean, and that's what we do. And then we we get you in our programs.
0: Jerry, let me interrupt you for just a minute. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because you talk. You talked about speaking in front of these high school kids and just making it uncomfortable. That's kind of important. I mean, because I can yeah. remember... Dude, I remember being... So, Alamo and I were in high school. He was a freshman. I was a senior when 9-11 happened. Um, and then also, my senior year of high school, I took uh, a nine-week elective course called the History of the Vietnam War with uh, one of the best teachers I ever had, uh, Bruce Burnham, Star. who was also a Vietnam mm-hmm. vet. And it was cool because we had... Um, we had um, a couple of different times. So like once a week, we'd have a veteran come in and they would just kind of tell you their story of how they ended up serving in Vietnam. And the first guy that we had, I can't, for the life of me, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was a special forces guy. And he was like, yeah, we were going down a trail and this kid shows up and he had C4 and stuff attached to him. So I shot him and he rolled into the ditch and fucking blew up. Yeah. Was either, and just and I'm not I'm not trying to dramatize or, or you know glamorize you know war and conflict because it's not it, it's it's its own entity with many different faces and personalities and whatnot. But just for him to 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 regale and that story,
1: and demons. Let's not forget that one.
0: Hey, fucking minute of that brother. But yeah. like, just for him to tell that story very unabashedly and just be like, yeah. I was going home at the end of the day, yeah. so you know. I'm sorry, you're very, you're, matter, oh, no, of fact, losing very matter of fact. Very matter of fact. You got to be that way. There's a, there, you know, <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is there's just so much truth and just truth that has been laid bare when you just come about it in that in that way. You know, when we talk, like, um, you know, we've had a couple of times on this show where we just had like just raw emotion come out. Um, I don't want to get too far into those because we'll go off in a whew, way off in that direction. But you know, I I think I think especially and this isn't me trying to be you know trying to you know get into the woke pedestal and all the shit. But like people need to hear that stuff. It's like when people yeah. get like when they sugarcoat. Like, I hate sugarcoating. Are you a piece of candy? No, then then get off it. Okay, yeah. like just-
2: I am super sweet, man. I I, I wouldn't you <laughs> in the rain. Mm. <laughs>
0: We're, that's a different kind of sweet jerry all right listen I'm, I'm sweet i'm sweet on the fact that you're sweet to people so that's all good and fine there brother. But,
1: but no I,
0: I i appreciate that like i people need to hear that kind of shit especially like even if it is ugly it's it's like you know this is a little bit of a stretch of the comparison but like when you're in fifth grade and you're getting those sex ed classes and they're showing you like just that awful piece, you are just like, oh god never mind i'm gonna be a freaking monk I don't want to do any of that crap. Jesus, it's just terrible. But
1: and you know, it's one of those things that too, like you know, when the unfortunate thing is, is like everybody wants to be sensitive to everyone's feelings and this, that, and the other. And you know what? Okay, to a certain degree, yes, there's an understandability to that. But at the same time, you have to be frank. About yeah. the way the world works, <clears throat> because I think a large part of the problem that we have as to why people end up in the situations that they're in—I mean, shit—people during COVID, people that you know come out of college and have to deal with the real fucking world after freaking having dealt with only high school and college
0: yeah. and
1: all these other things—they're not being told how the real world works. Because, oh, it's about let's have a safe place and a safe space for them to, you know, and express themselves and this, that, and the other. And then when they get out in the world. Let's not
0: get too far into the weeds here, Alamo. I know I just did it, but
1: (laughs) I know, but I'll finish this and I'll shut up. I got you. I
0: got you. (laughs) (laughs) But,
1: like, you know, when you find out that the world doesn't give a shit what you feel or think, no, it's a humbling, humbling situation yeah now and and i and i tell you
2: we talking about vietnam vets i'll, I'll tell you one, one guy my auto mechanics teacher mr okay. Butcher. that dude went to vietnam when he was 17 and a half 18 years old because they were taking the, the draft dude was 18 years old head full of white hair when he came back from vietnam never had color hair again and, and he wasn't the only one. He said a couple guys in his unit, full head of gray hair whenever he came back. Yeah, that's kind, of a, like, that's kind of a you. look,
0: though, man. That's not a bad yeah. look. I mean, man, um, nowadays, were the uh, Fox,
2: baby. And what what the Vietnam errors were told was, suck it up. Don't be a little bitch. Get over it, swallow it, and keep on going. You, and, you bring
0: up a good point, too, Jerry, because, yeah. and I'm sorry to cut you off again, man, but. Let you cut you know, me off. <laughs> if uh, my memory is so bad dude if I don't talk about it now I'll be like I'll be you know, like what are we talking about you're like fuck i don't Uh-oh. know but like i remember you, you know like that like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> squirrel squirrel <laughs> but uh, no so w- when alamo and i were working together we worked in a firearms retail at a place here in Tampa and it was cool because i met um this guy used to come in and he was a vietnam vet you know gray hair this great freaking, you know, Manchu kind of grizzly old man mustache stuff. And I mean, it wasn't as glorious <laughs> as that. You got a whole, you got chin locks <laughs> coming off of that shit, man. And that's, that's magnanimous. All right. This guy just had the old school Manchu. where I was like, all right, that looks good on its own. But you could tell he was, um, he was a warrant officer because he had the old school warrant officer sticking. And I was like, hey, chief. He goes, how the hell do you know that? I'm like, your phone case? He goes, okay. And we got to kind of know each other a little bit. And he was like, you know, of all this shit. That the guys in my generation, the Vietnam vets went through. He goes, We'll be damned if we're gonna let it happen to you guys. You young bucks that are actually going over there and you've got the support of the country behind you. So it's like, We're gonna make sure that that bullshit that getting spit on and called baby killers like that ain't happened to you guys we ain't gonna let it and it's like I guess you know G veterans you know myself especially I, I can't speak for Alamo but probably you know we just kind of got that special kinship with Vietnam vets. it's like you got guys who went over there and did an impossible job. Anytime we, see Vietnam
2: shit, vets, man. we we always tell them welcome home. One yeah. of the first things hey man thanks for your service welcome home because
0: yeah. yeah. they got
2: such a bullshit deal whenever they came back. So we're just making up for lost time.
0: Yeah, yeah, they never got that kind of stuff, and yeah. I agree. They automatically, it's a hey brother, welcome home. You know,
2: so, so yeah. the the Vietnam era literally had the highest suicide rates out of all of the age groups for uh, military. Um, yeah. Right now, the that it's like uh, the twenty one to thirty five, the the tail end of the Afghan War, uh, some of the the newer stuff that's been going on like Kabul, Afghanistan, and stuff like that. Oh uh, those guys that are coming back uh those that has gone up it's like it's like a, a hundred or two hundred percent. Don't hold me to the exact figure, but it, it has literally like cut the Vietnam era uh suicide in half on the lead. And uh and if you reach out or talk to any of like the the v, the VFW or the American Legions, they are literally campaigning to get younger veterans that did 4, 6 and 8 year services into their groups not to boost their numbers but just to say hey we know what the fuck you're about to be going through come here so we so we can talk and you got a, a spot to to vent and know that you're not alone and stuff like that and, and, and we, we relate to a lot of those people like that. And we remind them, hey, there's a lot of places. I mean, because we're nationwide. It doesn't matter if you're in New York, California, Florida, uh, Montana. All of our programs are nationwide. I'll tell you real quick. We have we have a, uh, a, uh, a scholarship program. If, uh, if, if you're just mildly battling your PTSD, wanting to do something different, we do a scholarship program for CrossFit, judo brazilian jiu-jitsu uh it's a six month scholarship where you find a local gym you sign up on mission22.com you find a local gym we send you a card you give that to the gym and then we cover your expenses for that uh gym for we do i think three six and twelve month increments and that's awesome hell yeah never done brazilian jiu-jitsu that is literally like playing chess with your body that is some of the best head game therapy that you can you can imagine. You can you don't have time to think, you don't have time to make a warped reality, you don't have time to do anything. And when you are done training BJJ, you aren't just physically exhausted, you are mentally exhausted because you're literally playing chess with your body against the another person and you're trying to take think two three four moves ahead while doing defense and and it's it's amazing oh yeah we do uh huh that's interesting i've never thought about it like that before oh dude i'm from someone that's done bjj i'm telling you it is it is just don't do combat bjj because then you start getting smacked around too much and and that right there is a trigger, and it's a whole
0: different world. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. I yeah. don't take too well to getting smacked around. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, it's like, who's your daddy? I dad? probably
0: have just, I don't want to do this anymore. Who's Sorry. your daddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. No. Oh, but, man. Uh, and, don't, and don't let that beard fool you. He's got BJJ's blood running his veins. He's like,
1: ah.
2: Yeah. He's just, <laughs> um, so we got. Uh, for, for our major, major in-depth PTSD, I mean, like, if you're really, really battling, we are not an immediate flip the switch, you're okay. Our in-depth is a 12-month-long period. And that is, I mean, we, we send you a Garmin watch. We do supplements through, it's all natural supplements through a company called Amora. Amora. Um, it helps with headaches, mood swings, sleepless nights. When we first started our our supplement program, when you signed up for it, you actually went and did a blood sample and submitted the blood sample, and then we were tailoring a uh a, a packet for you. My wife's like like sneaking behind me right now. It's amazing. She just right. crawled across the floor.
0: <laughs> this listen, this guy did it one time. We had we oh, had his man. wife on one yeah. show. And she was in another room of his house so all of a sudden his camera just goes dark he's like <laughs> Slow crawling in through the house and stuff just to fix the camera while she's on the thing like does stuff. Really he, then he, he comes back and he's just like
1: i was adjusting her mic
0: yes it sure was you so, are it is so funny because yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't even know yeah. i'm like what the fuck's going on I'm like oh he's yeah
2: it's uh, funny that you had a mic when you were doing all your feet pictures but uh uh, we, we got all the supplements we and now we got it all dialed in after after doing like so many thousands of them we got them dialed in so it's it's headaches mood swings sleepless nights uh and stuff like that it's amazing after like literally like three days of taking these you're like shit I think i feel different i i think i slept better last night i mean it's that kind of you have like aha moments when you do it um then uh you start doing your you have a health coach we get you on a meal plan uh getting you on a diet uh the gym uh membership is part of this as well so we have your scholarship for the gym um you do uh we send you books you do uh group therapy and groups of 10 so you, you're working with a group doing different competitions to kind of get your camaraderie. back um, and you got each other to lean on and deal with and stuff if you so choose. And then we have different phases of it. One of the phases, we actually send you a, 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 a brain deal. It's a scanner. It just like hooks on your head and, and you do meditations uh, through your cell phone app and you can see your brainwave activity to see how you are Excelling in your meditation and uh, how you sleep and stuff, and you wear it certain times, and, it, and it's part of your therapy and stuff as well. Uh, and then the Garmin watch is a phenomenal tool. I mean, it, it monitors your sleep in, or whether it be deep sleep, light sleep, or REM sleep, uh, your oxygen saturation, your heart rate, and all that stuff as well. So all that stuff is factored in into your diet. So is and it's. When it's all said and done, you get evaluated at, at the end. And then we say, okay, we, we're going to put you in through again. And basically, the, the in-transition is is to transition you, mind, body, and spirit back to civilian life. Yeah. And nice. it's free.
0: That's awesome.
2: Everything that we do for our yeah. active military and veterans is at no cost. By, by, by donations, selling our merchandise and stuff like that. That is how everything is paid for. Uh, I'm
0: sure, I'm sure that probably comes up a lot. You get people that are like, listen, I really need help, but man, I don't have a damn I don't have two dimes to rub together to my name. And you can probably and you can just look there and go, hey, it's free. Yeah. That must be just an amazing sense of relief for these guys that come up, yeah. man.
2: All you gotta do is go on to mission22.com and sign up. That that is the that's the hardest part when you sign up and we don't do a phone number. And the reason why we don't do a phone number to call is for one reason. We don't want you to fall through the crack if someone doesn't answer that phone if we're not there 24 hours you need to be dealt with so we we have a sign up deal that way as soon as you sign up it goes to a specific person well it's a group of people and then they will respond back what are you wanting to do uh okay this is the program we have this available coming up uh because everything's fund based i mean we're still in the grand scheme of it I mean, we, we literally pay out, um, I think last year, we, we did a little, like 1.2 or almost $2 million out into our programs, and that's literally a drop in the bucket, and and it doesn't matter what era you're at, we're not just a post nine eleven. you can be a Vietnam, Korea, um, I mean, we all have our demons, and if you have them, that's what we're here for, um, and uh, I mean, you sign up, we, we vet you out, you send in your DD two fourteen and stuff like that. We have certain criterias that you have to go through. and and if you don't fit one of our programs, we have uh, we have other partner programs that we work with, other nonprofits that we can send send you and get you connected with. So you basically no one goes home alone or without anything. Um, but we try to get you into one of our programs, of course.
0: You know, and that's something that I have found, like, you know, being, being a veteran is great, but I, I feel so proud to be a part of the GWAT generation just because it seems like you have so many guys, you know, there's, there's so many of these nonprofits that have popped up. I mean, you've got Mission 22, you've got, um, like, uh, another good example is um, Warrior's Heart, which is out, I believe, in Texas with uh, Tom Spooner. You're talking to a guy who was like Delta Force. Yeah, I mean, yeah, big I mean, old, old a crazy team gnarly team looking field. beard. Yeah, and you got—I mean—and it just seems like that's what it makes me most proud of this. Of this, my generation of veterans, like we've just kind of taken that camaraderie. Like, hey, you know what? We're gonna keep that camaraderie going, and we're gonna look out for each other. Like, yeah. you've got, yeah. Um, you know, there's another. I think there's another organization called the Next Mission or whatnot. Um, yeah. but, but there's just so many. To, you know, there's too many to list. In you know, any time of a brief, you know, time period because there's just so many of them. And it's like, yeah, absolutely. man. Let's, let's get the help out there where it's needed well, and just let these, not let these people be forgotten. And it's like, damn, fuck right, yeah, man. absolutely.
2: i tell you real quick. My, my, my brother, he's, he's, he's retired Navy, um, Navy SEAL and all that stuff. And he had been, he had spent the last, what, 22, 24 years. I mean, he did full term. Um, And uh, we've reconnected more because of mission 22 than we had through most of his military career. I mean, one, he was hardly ever in, even in the country, Um, but he retired out in San Diego. uh, But he was only out there for a couple of years uh, whenever he was here. I mean, pretty much the entire time he was here, Uh, He was on on leave. He hardly ever spent any time, uh, multiple tours all over the place. Um, But when he they actually moved back here to Florida and he is in our Mission 22 program. And because he had been following me on Facebook, saw what we were doing and we got to talking when he came back. And he's like, I mean, he would be over here just vetting. I mean, just going to town about some of the shit that just went down. I mean, and, and I, I could tell you it's definitely some dark stuff and, and he's like, man, I want to get into it. And, and I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm here for you. We got, we got soda, water, beer, coffee, whatever we want in the fridge and the, and stuff. And we got the, the, the pool and jacuzzi and stuff out back to come and chill. But, but I, I said, I I really want to help you. And, and I got him signed up in our, in our program. And he's like, dude, he's like, I had no idea that I was that bad off. He's like, I, I thought I, I thought I had some issues until he really started going off. He's like, holy shit. It doesn't matter. But uh, so, and, and it, I know for a fact that, that what we do makes a difference. I mean, we talk to the right people sometimes, and we get the right people in. And I mean, we're, we're literally in the business for saving life. And yes, I'm a volunteer. I don't get paid to do any of this shit. I travel all over with my wife and family. Um, There's only a handful of paid people with Mission 22. We we make, uh, I think, uh, 80, 85, 86, 87 percent of, of our money brought in actually goes to what it's supposed to go to we run our, our whole deal on about 12 or 13 percent of uh, of the net money that uh, that comes into our organization. All, all the region leaders and below we are all volunteers.
0: That's amazing. That's so awesome. So if, if somebody has uh, questions you know about where to look into for resources what where, where do they need to go to check out mission 22
2: 22? mission 22.com?
0: just a website. Just go on there. Yep. Yeah.
2: I mean, we were on Facebook, Instagram, and stuff like that. But literally, whether whether you're wanting to get into our program uh, as a uh, active military or a veteran, or you're someone like me, I mean, wanting to, to pay back and, uh, and, and help out, or you've lost someone, uh, e- even if you're a spouse, uh, if you can uh, do something uh and i mean our programs are, are available for them as well uh, but if if you wanted to be an ambassador and and help save lives more or less go on to mission22.com and and on the clip downs it has different stuff i mean you want to buy shirts hats or just see what we're doing that it's, that's it it's that's our one main point of contact
0: is that the best way that you know somebody let's like let's say they want to help out they're not exactly sure what they can do if they yeah. want to help out they can i, I imagine can go on your website buy merch and then that merch the yeah. price of that merch goes straight into funding these programs that you yeah. have for i mean somebody.
2: even if even if you want to go on there and say hey i want to donate 20 bucks there's a spot for that on there if you awesome. want to buy a hat or a shirt now me personally i suggest you buy a shirt because if you're if you watch this show tonight you you had the ins and outs of what Mission 22 is. You know what we're about. So go buy a shirt and walk down the street and you're going to have 100 people read that shirt in one day. And if you wear that shirt once a month, at least one person a month is probably going to walk up, either shake your hand or say thank you or read your shirt and say, I like that. Or don't be surprised if you ain't got some dude or chick come up Crying on your shoulder saying, I can't thank you enough for wearing that shirt. I know exactly what that shirt means.
0: The only bad thing I see about people wearing a shirt, I mean, just, I mean, we got some standards to live up to, Jerry. You don't have that glorious man beard coming off of there and you are rocking that shirt and shit. It's like, that's the only bad thing. It's like, I would wear it and I'd just be like, I feel like a cleanly shorn sheep that is just standing out in the field going, (laughs) well, shit, I can't pull that look off. But-
2: it's okay. Hey, I, I like that smooth face <laughs> stuff too. I mean, it, it it cuts down on the chafing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice, Jerry. You you are rapidly becoming one of my favorite people. I'm a good man. But <laughs> speaking speaking of you know what you were just talking about about somebody coming, I was I was wondering if the last thing you could do is retell that story that you told me in Alamo last night. About yeah, yeah. Um, the, t- I, it was, well, I'm not sure if it was either the tent or the rock climbing thing where the dude just came up to you and just <clears throat> collapsed on you and shit. Yeah. I, I forget which one of the stories it was, it, but either one of those would be fantastic if you could just it, retell that to everybody watching. That would be.
2: It awesome. happened to, at, at two two recent events that that uh, happened to, but but I the the one event I was telling you about, you guys, it wasn't even an an event. We were just like randomly, my wife, my daughter. My, my brother, we were at a local rock climbing uh one of those indoor rock climbing facilities. And okay. and a lot of times we wear our Mission 22 shirts out. Um, I mean, I, I personally, I, I love the shirts. Uh, they, they breathe well and stuff like that. So we were wearing it and uh, just hanging out. And we were in a nice, and they were rocking along, crowded. And the owner of the rock climbing place, um, he just was walking through the crowd and, and asking everyone how they were enjoying the event or the day. And if they were having a good time and stuff and good customer service in this day and age, well, (laughs) well, Uh, but, uh, but it, and it was, it was just like one of those times where, where you just like randomly catch someone's eyes and eyes and like you, you connected and, and I caught this dude's eye. Well, he caught my eye and, and, and he's walking towards me and I'm, I'm like, it was a beard. Like, hey. It was a
0: beard. Wasn't it?
2: He yeah, just saw right? that beard. And he's just like, and, and, well, like <laughs> I, I glanced, I saw him and he was, and he was walking and, and I could see that he was looking at me and I looked away and then I looked back and he was still looking at me and he, it was like 15 feet out and he was getting closer and closer and closer. And we were standing, I mean, facing each other more or less. And we were just all kind of like nonchalantly talking and, by the time the guy got to me, I, 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 we were, we were eye to eye and I mean, his face just melted. I mean, just started bawling and, and I mean, never met the guy before, never seen him in my life. And I, I just gave the dude a hug. And he's like, just crying on my shoulder Uh, I mean, for literally for a few minutes. And he's like, man, he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, for what? He's like, man, he's like, I couldn't handle this. And I, and I'm like, that's what we're here for. I was like, dude, I was like, it's a shoulder to cry on. I was like, I mean, you, you're battling. I was like, I know what you're doing. I was like, you, it ain't no surprise. I was like, I'm, I'm here for you. I was like, you want to go talk? You need, need it? And he's like, no, man. He's like, I'm good. He's like, I was reading your shirt, and and he's like, and it's funny. He's like, he's like, I didn't, I didn't put it together, and then I was reading it, and and I immediately thought about my sister that took her life. And, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. And he said, by the time I got to you, he said, literally with a wave of emotions, it came over the top of me. He's like, I just broke down. And and I was like, dude, I was like, I get it. I said, that's what we're here for. I was like, "We, we take the taboo out of suicide. We take the taboo out of death about people killing themselves. And we're here to let people know that they don't walk through the darkness alone, that their life is worth living. And that, that there's other people that, that fucking care. I mean, regardless of how shitty your life is or what you have going on, you can find care in a complete stranger and not be judged. And that's what we do. I will be someone you've never met. I might be the person you'll never see again. But at that point in time that you do need one of us, whether it's anywhere in the damn country there's always a Mission 22 ambassador that, that cares and has no problem talking with you and walking through the darkness with you. And I mean, it was just that random time and that's when I found out that he was the owner and all that shit. So I'm like, hell yeah, dude. And we paid our deal and we fucking go climb on a bunch of fucking rocks until I fell off and landed on my ass on some phone pad.
1: <laughs>
0: I wasn't aware of that part of the story, but it just kind of yeah. adds a nice little point pointy touch to it. So Yeah, well,
2: I mean... <laughs> We, we called it bouldering. Bouldering, yeah. You, that's yeah. when you're climbing. Yeah. That's when you're climbing, but you only go up so high without the actual harness attached. And it's okay. like all different kind of activities. It's called bouldering. And then when you do your full belay and stuff like that, that's where you actually have the belay and you go up and and stuff like that but it, it's a good time and it's all nice foam padding. It's a, it's a blast. And that's, that's a, I mean, a phenomenal workout. I mean, anything that you can change your trigger of your mindset is the key, key thing. I mean, we've all been down where we start thinking about dark roads and start thinking about dark ideas and just finding something that you can use as a trigger to say, to, to change uh your train of thought is your main thing that anybody can do to get into a better way of life is is to choose hey i'm ready to make a change now let's do it i mean whether it i mean me i've looked at photos of like of positive moments in my life and happy stuff or going off and and making great memories with i mean whether you're your wife or husband or daughter or son or buddy or or fucking random stranger. I mean, fuck high five, someone going down the road for all I care and make a fucking good time out of it. But I mean, it, it, and you never know. I mean, all the way down to holding the door open for someone, yeah. it, the simplest things in life can make the biggest drastic changes. to you or someone else. Cause you don't know what they're, what they're going through and they don't know what you're going through.
0: That is absolutely and 100 percent unequivocally true like you just you just never know you never know what somebody yeah. else is going through and you and you just it's it's arrogant and foolish of, of us think oh they're doing all right you don't know yeah you really don't well alamo did you have anything you wanted to add to our uh lovely episode here man I'm I'm like I'm riding on cloud nine right now,
1: dude. This yeah, is,
2: yeah but I don't. This, is, this I whole show a little too much. <laughs> oh, dude, are
1: you
0: shitting me? Like, it for it's it's great when we have a, a topic that we can sit and discuss, but it's equally and also in a very different sense great that we can just sit back. And let somebody else talk because, like, I had laryngitis last week. So I'm like, I'm resting my voice. I so, like to let this person talk. But it's just also we also kind of just kind of get to be that nice um, intermediary. We are the host of the show, but we're kind of letting this person over here just kind of take it and run with it. And we're just kind of like.
1: Take um, the lead.
0: Yeah, take the lead. We're also just, <laughs> just kind of like
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: drifting off the screen. Now, that's not funny. See, that's something else I've had to learn, too. It's like. For the people that are going to be listening to this on like the the podcasts, you know, channels like uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you know, Spotify, audio only, it's like you're not going to get the site jokes. So it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. but it's all good. But you know, it, 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 I, I really enjoy having a guest on because sometimes when it's just you know the two of us sitting here pitch chat, and I'm like do we sound stupid like right now? Do I, I'm Alamo's going to look good and, and, and like, yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: just a little bit, just a little bit. So, you know, I, listen, just I appreciate bit. anybody that can come on to the show and just kind of, you know, make it a little bit different by adding out other personality in here. Make things get,
1: like, sound a little bit more intelligible,
0: intelligent and professional. I, I, I definitely
1: going to
2: say intelligible. I mean, I, 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 I struggle to speak like regular English and stuff. Right? <laughs> I'm like, holy shit!
0: I use the word "fuck" to supplement a lot of smart-sounding words, and it just makes me sound angry. But you know, I get the point across. So. Yeah, I,
2: I, I just got a really big tongue, so I like try to get all my my, my <laughs> proper words out without uh, just kind of like just like slurring through everything.
0: Hey man, I've learned about a new a new. Uh, theme park coming new theme park expansion i learned that you know the the side effects of having a big tongue so hey i'm i'm two up in my book for today <laughs> fucking yeah awesome facts,
1: the more yeah. you know
0: the, the more <laughs> hashtag the more the more you I know mean,
2: look how nicely my eyebrows are <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so now if you folks are listening to this to this podcast, <laughs> jump off this shit. And go watch it on your YouTube channel, Battle Bros podcast. Go watch it on the YouTube channel. Jerry is a fucking handsome man who is very Viking esque, and it's just like he could probably intimidate the shit out of you. But then you walk up, he's just a big old freaking teddy bear. It's just like, all right, dude. I'm literally
2: like it. covered in tattoos. I'm, yeah, <laughs> you
0: know, and that's and that's something too. It's like I, I can imagine, you know it. I was reading something earlier this week about how there's um, a lot of law enforcement agencies that are actually changing their um, their departmental policies on mm-hmm. tattoos. their tattoos, yeah. not not just not just tattoos, but also facial hair. Like I was reading, yeah. the, I was born in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, my mom and dad lived up there for, for I think five or six years or so. I was born while they were up there, and I saw an article a while back where the PD up there is allowing guys to have like like full sleeves facial right. hair i mean as long as it's like you know neatly groomed and you're representing the department well you don't have any like crazy like you know some guy a monkey fucking a coconut or a goddamn swastika <laughs> or any crazy shit on you They're like what is that huh is that a monkey fucking a coconut with a swastika <laughs> on it They're like as long as you're yeah, not seeing any is weird shit I think it is. <laughs> like yep the the guy that wrote me yeah. the ticket was super nice, but I got intimidated as shit when I saw that monkey fucking a coconut tattoo on his arm. I was like, oh, I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's cool to see like it's cool to see how they're kind of relaxing. You know, everybody should think, oh, tattoos, biker person, biker gang oh, yeah. guy. It's like shut up, seriously. And then you join the military, and it's like that's a way of fucking life, especially like guys in yeah. Marine Corps. Like that's part of their. Livelihood, and that's part of their just ethos. Is just sleeves or yeah, all that kind of shit. So as long
1: as it don't go past here,
0: yes, as long as you can cover it up with a long sleeve, you know, class B shirt and whatnot. So, but yeah, well, listen, Jerry, listen, man, I <laughs> greatly, oops, just oh, missed yeah. it by that much. Yeah, oh, got, there you go. I
2: got that I got that smiley face.
0: I, I <laughs> think the, I think the best one I ever saw was a guy had a crosshair. Yeah. He, was a, he was a scout sniper in the Marine Corps and he had a crosshair on his trigger finger. I'm like, that is the dopest shit I've ever seen. Like, I've got, <laughs> I have got a fucking war chubby right now. Good God, man. Hell yeah. Okay. But listen, Jerry, I appreciate you coming on our show, man. Thank you for taking the time. Um, so they can go on and check us, check out your uh, organization at mission22.com. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a way that they can get a hold of you on that website if they need to, or is it just kind of go into whoever's yeah, available? If, if,
2: or- if they go on mission 22.com, they can say, Hey, I need to get in touch with the, uh, the head leader in Florida. And they know exactly who I am. Awesome. Um, I'm very well known within the organization and are you all they got to do is say, I need to get in touch with the big bearded tattoo guy. Uh, <laughs> florida, and they will literally know exactly they're like oh yeah we'll see hopefully here.
0: there's not more than one of your organization because in florida it's like uh, you're gonna need to narrow it down just a little bit more
1: <laughs> oh, no, no,
2: no, no. i'm i'm literally i i get called intimidating so they they know exactly who i am i got uh, here so and and um, i'm grateful for letting you guys come on and uh shoot the shit with you guys and hell yeah and dude let, absolutely let, I'm, I'm down anytime uh y'all want to throw it around i i'm i am game
0: fuck yes well jerry we're gonna I put like you so. backstage for a few minutes while we close this while we wrap this up and uh thank you again so much man we
1: pretty <laughs> <laughs> finger
0: salute yeah. Yeah. Uh, I so good man <laughs> all right we'll put you backstage jerry thank you so much we'll be back in just a minute we're gonna wrap this up and uh we'll get off here but we'll see you in a bit okay all thank right. you so much brother we appreciate it oh that was a good one i had a <laughs> feeling i was just know, like man. i was excited dude you don't know all day at work dude i was excited i'm like man i just gotta get through we this got seven a good hour day. interview today gotta get through this day gotta get through this day <laughs> i go work, and i'm like we are that much closer Went and got, yeah. took, you know, my had to run an errand for my brother, take take his dog out real quick, did that. Went and got a haircut, and I was like, oh, we're getting that much closer, and then we'll get here tonight. I'm just like, yeah. So, <laughs> like we always do, folks, we're going to start wrapping up the show. Just kind of a little, you know, quick reminder of who we are, how we got started. So, Alamo and I started this journey together. Um, we've known each other since high school. Uh, worked together for a little bit in the retail sector. And uh, had a buddy of ours we used to work with who was just Jerry. Kind of reminds me a lot of John. Like just kind of like that same kind of kind of has that gravelly voice and just kind of like that that zest for life that is just fucking infectious. Like you get like it's like I don't even even met Jerry in person yet, but I just see him and I'm just like, yeah, I could hang out with that guy. Let's go fucking pound some Bruce, pound some beers. Well, you'll pound beers. And I'll drink a cider because I'm a Never mind. And I just killed that vibe. So, you did, you but did yeah, but you kind of <laughs> Jerry. I think what John would like Jerry, and I think vice versa. But um, you know, John was a was a friend of ours who who was gone all too soon. He had some demons, and he unfortunately um solved a temporary problem with a permanent solution, and that's kind of uh, one of the things that we have adopted as a cause, much like Mission Twenty Two. Um, that the the, the the epidemic of, you know, 22 veterans a day, which is why I wear that bracelet right there. And that's a good organization, too. Tilva Hala Project. They're actually, I think, out of Jacksonville, Florida. Check them out. Those guys have a really cool mission that they do. But um, 22 veterans a day on average commit suicide. And it's yeah. 22. It's too fucking many. And it, yeah. it sucks when it's one and it's somebody you know. That hurts worse than opposed to twenty two random ass people. So you know, we've kind of taken it upon ourselves to kind of join up in the fight, the call to arms to kind of bring and to bring this um, statistic down and to combat that epidemic. So um, in kind of in remembrance of John, you know, this is how we got started, and we kind of were thinking about how do we tell people that they can, you know, that they can go and keep fighting and keep their head in the game. And we came up with the battle bros code and it's easy to remember. You just have to remember the, the letters B R O S. Um, and we're going to go over that real quick. So B, be tenacious. I'm going to go a little bit off norm from what I normally say about being tenacious. And I'm going to use our good man, Jerry be tenacious, be like fucking Jerry. Jerry works 65 hours a week doing, you know, field tech stuff as a, as a mechanic. He also, does a bunch of other shit he works on top of that and or uh, volunteers his time for mission 22 to talk about and bring awareness to suicide and to break that stigma yeah. um,
1: it's one of those you, things like it's kind of like you say like uh like 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 kind of like a, that phrase of like it's not really work when you love what you do yeah dude
0: god damn it i love you man like i was just saying that earlier like <laughs> it's Love what you do. You never work a day in your life. Like you seriously, like man, I yeah. like, that's fucking absolutely true. But yeah, be tenacious. Be like Jerry. Jerry goes out there and he and he does all this cool shit. And he's you know teaching me about stuff that I didn't know about. You know, an hour and a half ago. I'm like, all right, cool. There's there's what? <laughs> Super, Mario, Super Mario World. What? They call me pants because I'm down. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, be be tenacious. Go out there and do things to the fullest. You know. The story he told about, you know, the owner of that gym, that rock climbing gym coming up and just fucking melting into this guy's arm because he was just like, I thought about my sister. Like, be tenacious. Tell people, man, they're not alone. That's the most important message. It's like you do not have to go through this alone. R, refuse to surrender like we talked about. You know, there are a lot of things that are going to get you sideways, you know, especially when it comes to the, the unfortunate effects of suicide. You know, that's why they have, you know, survivor, survivor's guilt, survivor's syndrome. Yeah. You know, once you're gone, unfortunately, that person's gone. But a lot of times you have the other people in their family, their friends that have to kind of pick up the pieces after that. Like Jerry said, he had to deal with that with his father, unfortunately. And, you know, like, like him picking up, never picking up golf clubs. Like, I just, you know, not trying to turn this around on me, but, you know, my birthday was Monday um, and. My birthdays have, are for the last four years have been kind of bittersweet because that was the same day that my dad went into the hospital for the last time. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of shitty. But at the same time, you know, I have, um, you know, I, I try to do what I can to go out and celebrate and just kind of take a moment, pause, and just be like, ready for me. <laughs> but you know, like, like when shit like that happens, man, take take time and stop for a minute and. Take stock in what you got. I mean, there's a lot of things out there that could easily go south. But, like, you know, you got a roof over your head, cool. You got shoes on your feet, awesome. You got a place to sleep, cool. It might be in the mud, but, hey, you got a place to sleep. So whatever it is. Whatever's going to happen in life is going to happen, okay? Refuse to surrender no matter how bad it gets. Whether it's, you know, something that knocks your dick in the dirt and kicks you down in the mud and get yourself, dust yourself off, pick yourself up, and fucking drive on, okay? Okay. Um, oh, obliterate your obstacles. There are, you know, kind of going with what we just talked about with refusing to surrender. There's a lot of things that will kind of get you sideways and, you know, get you twisted. Sometimes, you know, when you're trying to hit your objective, you're trying to hit that goal. You might have to take a little bit of an extra step or a little bit of an extra part of the journey to get there. You might have to go over a wall. You might have to dig under a wall. You might have to go around the damn wall. You might have to. Swim through a moat of alligator-infested water. Who knows? Sometimes you got to breach that wall. Swim in
1: a pool of sharks with laser beams attached to their freaking heads.
0: Thank you, Dr. Evil. That was a great tie-in. I was like, what impersonation is it? Oh, okay.
1: Sometimes if you got
0: to breach that wall, hey, man, you got to hit that shit with some Bangalores and some C4, or sometimes do what Almo here did one time and just drive the ass end of a striker into it. Oops, my bad. So yeah, whatever you got to do, obliterate your obstacles and keep driving on until you hit that mission and hit that objective and hit that, you know, that goal. And that's all you can do. Uh, Fourth and final uh, S seek out help in a time of need. Um, As we talked about with this whole episode, you know, there are times when things get rough. There are times when you may feel down and you may feel like there's no way out. You know, you're feeling like that, that, permanent solution to the temporary problem might be the way for you. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's not, you know, yeah. just like with John, I wish, I wish that we didn't have to do this podcast if it meant him still being here. And unfortunately there's nothing we can do to bring him back. Cause John, John was such a funny fucker, man. And I say that every yeah. episode, but I will tell you, he was just the nicest guy, funny fucker, full of life, piss and vinegar and the occasional six pack. But, um, he yeah. just, he was a good dude to be around, man. He was so funny. He was so just, he, he made work so much fun. Just the dumb shit we would do and get in trouble with and not get in trouble with and not get caught by the skin of our teeth. It's like, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, whatever that looks like for you, if you have, you know, loved ones, whether it be family members or. Whether it's um, people you served with, whether it's you know friends from work, whatever the case may be, reach out to them. Tell them, hey, I'm not in a good place. I need some help. If you don't have a means of getting help, there are resources out there for you. Okay. Um, one of those resources is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, which is going to be. There's actually two ways to get a hold of them now. The old way, um, the more established way, I should say, is their 800 number. It's one eight hundred. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. And then as of, I think, July, they just started up a three-digit prefix, 988. You can either call or text 988, and it'll get you in touch with uh, somebody that can help you out 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, You know, they have somebody there that will be able to talk to you, kind of help you work out what you're going through, maybe get you the the help you need long-term or whatnot. And, you know, just to give a shout out back to Jerry and his guys, you know, there's also the organization mission, 22.com go on that website, check it out. Um, they have some extremely awesome and amazing, uh, web, uh, resources, excuse me, that they can reach out for that. You can reach out to, and, uh, hopefully get yourself, um, a part of and enrolled with and whatnot you know just the whole the full fact of using you know bjj as therapy like the whole human playing chess with your with your body that sounded very intriguing to me am i going to do it no i'm not trying to make i don't want somebody to turn me into a fucking hanover's pretzel or nothing like that and start sprinkling salt on me there you go but, call me a pussy i don't give a shit oh, fuck. <laughs> I know my limitations and it's called not being flexible and limbers. I'm like, I'm not trying to end up looking like a damn Picasso where my hands over my ear and shit. So. Yeah. But just know folks that there's something, something out there for you to get help with or from, or, you know, a uh, person organization like mission 22. Um, even if it's reaching out to us and Alamo's going to talk about that here in a minute, but um, just know that you're not alone. You deserve to be here. We want to hear your story and you can always pass along your knowledge and wisdom to the next generation much like we talked about with the vietnam vets with guys within the g watt generation you know that's that's you know in the next war that comes along it'll be us passing along and being yeah. the, the advocates and the ambassadors for those guys so just remember that you're not alone and you know there's somebody here to help you or there's some thing here to help you and you know reach out and get the help that you need where, where you can so I'm going to turn over here to Alamo. He's going to finish wrapping it up and then uh, we'll be out of here for the day. So for the, day, for the week, I should say. So all yours, bud.
1: So if you want to go ahead and catch us on the social medias, you can do that over on www.facebook.com slash battlebros.podcast. You can also find us on the Insta at Battle Bros underscore podcast. If you want to communicate with us, you can do that via WhatsApp on the Facebook page. All you got to do is click that little green button that's right down there and you can actually instant message us or you can send us a voice message. Also, we have our own personal email where you can go ahead and send us any messages, suggestions or any kind of, you know, thing that you feel like sending us. Even if it's a message with a big fuck you. Hey, whatever. Cool. I mean, we prefer not to, but, you know, hey, anything works.
0: Let me interrupt. I will tell you the two things that we're looking for. Number one, we are still looking for that first person to, to tell Alexa that they want to hear the Battle Bros podcast. Yes. That would be dope. Send that video clip in, <laughs> and we will give you the mighty praise that you will deserve for being the first one. Number two, if Damn you remember man. a guest of ours from a while back, uh, Brian Ellis, he is a uh, good friend of the show. He gives us a lot of material for when we talk about subject matter-based shows. Um, we are still his uh, screening service. Yes. Or finding um, a young lady or a guy. I don't know if he's going to matter if it's a guy. Maybe you just might end up being a, a Jeep guy and he'll hang out with you and talk about Jeeps and, you know, cool guy <laughs> shit. So whatever. I don't think you'd mind the companionship. But, you know, yeah. if, you, uh, if you think you might be a good catch, let us know. Drop us a line. Just say, hey. Yeah. And just in the in the subject field, just put regarding um, Brian's uh, boo for. Oh, there we go. Regarding boo for Brian. That's what you do. Damn right.
1: And you Absolutely. can do that. <laughs> and you can at do that. He's going to be
0: so pissed if he hears it. Yes, he
1: is. <laughs> battle, you Brian, I love that. you,
0: buddy. I'm just looking out for your best interest at heart, buddy.
1: Battle Bros. PC <laughs> at gmail.com. Also, oh, God. you so can good. catch us over on all damn audio platforms. All dams all Dems. all, all dims platforms that which includes the Spotify the anchor Apple podcast Google podcast overcast Amazon music castbox pocket Casts, radio public and stitcher you can also YouTube. check
0: out our channel on YouTube if you want to check that out go to the battle Bros podcast on uh, check out search out on youtube.com we have all of our podcasts that have been filmed Correct. Um um, there's actually one episode that's actually on YouTube. That's not on Spotify. And that is episode right. 10 uh, where we, it was our first of a two part series talking about nine 11. Yeah. And that was last year, um, about a week, a week shy of last year. Um, it, for whatever reason, we had some kind of issue and it's not available on the uh, Spotify or the anchor or whatnot. So the only way to watch it is on, it on YouTube, YouTube, unfortunately. So
1: yeah, Also, you can catch us on Rumble from this point forward, I believe from episode, uh, I think it was like 18 and on, uh, all of our episodes that we record live go straight to the Rumble. So yeah, uh, if you're looking for another, if you're looking for another video platform to go ahead and watch our stuff, uh, you can do that over on, well, What the hell? You can do that over on uh, you can do that over on Rumble and make sure you hit and like that Rumble button. Also, here on the YouTube that we're recording live, make sure you hit make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, comment and share, which is the most important way to get us get our message out there, because right now YouTube's algorithms are freaking weird and they don't like doing it. um, And they don't like letting our message be out there unless it's shared a whole bunch. So sharing is caring, y'all.
0: And to kind of to double tap on what Alamo was talking about, you know, it's not necessarily about you watching it. It might be somebody that you tell, you know, kind of pass it forward, pay it forward kind of thing. So it's like, hey, right. I just watched this podcast. These two guys on here. The one guy is good looking. The other guy's got a big ass fucking head. But, you know, whatever. Check it out, it's pretty cool. They talk about cool shit, and then they pass mm. it on, and they pass on, and it gets to somebody that needs to hear this message that of like tonight, where we talked to Jerry about you know benefits that are available to active duty or you know veterans of the military and stuff. And if it helps to get them healthy and in a better place in their life, man, so fucking be it. Let's like let's do yes this sir. together. It's does it's not just us. It's not just guys like Jerry. It's you, the folks out there in the the members of the Battle Bro Legion. Let's make this shit happen. Okay. Damn rat. Right. Yep.
1: And uh, Jesus also,
0: Christ, you just yelled in my ears. God, <laughs> dog, man.
1: Support the show over on Anchor if you feel like it. Hey, we're not going to beg for it, we're not going to ask for it. But if you feel like it, you could do that over on the Anchor app, or you could do that at Anchor FM. Where on our shows webpage, you can go ahead and click the little support button and donate your share, your fair share of anywhere from a dollar or a custom or a custom donation. It's all up to you. Um, also, uh, I have left a little link in the description for the website to Mission Twenty Two, and you can find that down in the description box on our YouTube page, where you can go ahead and click that and it'll take you directly to mission 22 and you can find all the resources you need there as well. Other than that, brother, I got nothing else. Awesome
0: sauce. So once again, everybody, thanks for stopping in and and joining our, our episode. We appreciate it. Um, whether you watch this live, whether you're listening, whether it's, I don't know, a year or than down the road and you're going back and watching it going, man, this was not a bad one. We appreciate you stopping in. You know, if it was the first time, awesome. If you came back, more awesome. Great. That means you actually like us enough or you think we're, I'm an idiot and you're just going to be like, I want to see what he says to fuck up today. All right, cool. <laughs> Which is fine. I, I get that. I need, I need a thesaurus sometimes. Cause I sound like a moron. So it's good. That's part of my charm, but it's all good. Um, I will tell you that we have three episodes left in our second season. It'll end on episode 44. I don't exactly know what the next two are going to bring, but I will give you a sneak peek. Episode 44, which is going to be the final episode of season two is going to be a fucking whiz banger of a show. It is going to be fucking amaze balls.
1: It's gonna Yard. Be awesome.
0: I, we just lined up and, uh, got confirmation of a special guest we're going to have come in. I don't know how long we're going to be on the phone talk or on the, on the air talking, but it's going to be just a fantastic show. It's going to be a great discussion with uh, somebody that I have come to know and respect um, the last few years of my life. And just somebody I consider one of my closest friends and uh, confidants and mentors and whatnot. And um, yeah, it, I, that's all I'm going to say. Just, it's going to be, freaking crazy not that the next two aren't but this one's going to be really good but we're going to you know come up with some good stuff to talk about the next two shows but three weeks mark my words it's going to be fucking awesome so yeah with that being said thanks again for stopping in and checking out the battle bros podcast this has been episode zero four one um where we talk with jerry strickland from mission 22 jerry thank you so much um I, I fucking love that big beard energy you got going on, dude. Like, <laughs> no, not, try, not trying to make it weird, but you fucking rock, brother. Like, kick ass. Keep on keeping on, as I said, Joe Dirt. So um, thanks for stopping in. We appreciate your, your uh, viewership. Thank you for, you know, giving us a look or a listen or both. Uh, come back and check us out the next time. And until then, just remember, be tenacious, refuse to surrender, obliterate your obstacles, and seek out, seek out help in a time of need. If yeah. you can do those four things, you're going to be on a good road and, and a good path. So, until the next time, this has been the Battle Bros Podcast. Thank you so much for watching or listening. We love you. We respect you. We fucking want to see more of you. And uh, you stay classy.
1: Battle Bros
0: out. Laters.